We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Yo, emergency episode KJ podcast. Welcome back. The very next day, the San Francisco 49ers have traded for D Ford. Kansas City Chiefs pass rusher. They gave up a second round pick. They're going to end up paying him somewhere in the range of five years, 87 million. We don't know the guarantees. We're going to have every reaction to this huge trade, the strategy behind it, where he fits in on the defense. What does the defense look like as a whole now? How does this impact with the 49ers draft? And I absolutely love this move. It's a splashy move that the Rams have made last offseason. The Eagles made the offseason ago. I'm not saying the 49ers are stepping into becoming Super Bowl contenders, but these are the aggressive moves that need to be made. They found a premium player. There's questions if D Ford is super elite and he hasn't been super consistent in his entire career. And this is not a flawless player the 49ers are getting, but I think this is the biggest acquisition they've made since acquiring Jimmy Garoppolo. I think D Ford just became the second best player on this roster. He's in his prime. He was unlocked last season in Kansas City. He might have Nick Bosa or Josh Allen flanking him on the other side. You could say D Ford, oh, he had Chris Jones, he had Justin Houston, the Chiefs. Well, the 49ers are stacking a D-line with DeForest Buckner and a rookie prospect coming in where he's going to see a lot of single teams again. D Ford last season, 13 sacks, 78 pressures, Seven forced fumbles, tied for a league high. He immediately changes this defense. Home run move from John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan. It cost money for pass rushers in the NFL. It cost a second round pick here. It's probably going to cost $50 million guaranteed for the 49ers. This is the price you pay to harass the other team's quarterback. 
you just saw the Green Bay Packers acquire two pass rushers today. And I tweeted in the middle of the day, I was like, what is going on? The 49ers are letting Bradley Roby go, wouldn't give him money. I was like, are they really in penny pitching mode? Are they really just trying to give out good contracts that they think? We talked about Quan Alexander yesterday. I like that move. Now that move looks even better. Now Richard Sherman is going to be even better. We'll talk about Earl Thomas later in the podcast about the 49ers priorities here, but in their defense, if they don't sign Earl Thomas, their strategy is saying, we've just created a much better pass rush, a much better D-line, and our secondary is going to look a lot different because of that. They're not going to have all day to throw, and now Matt Stafford can't throw for 350 yards and just sit back and pick on one player because he's getting rushed and out of forced out of the pocket every play. I love the D-Ford move. I actually hit up one of my boys, a Chiefs source, and they're definitely bitter to see D Ford leave. And it's kind of weird. This team that was very close to going to the Super Bowl just released two of their best pass rushers. But you got to think of D Ford's career path, and this is where some of the skeptics will come in. Came in the league in 2014, 2015, made minimal impact. 2016, 10 sacks, finally showed, all right, this is what he's capable of. You know, it was highly touted out of Auburn. 2017, big expectations for him in the Chiefs defense. He gets hurt, plays, I think, six games that season, and then ultimately has to have back surgery. He comes back in 2018 and just totally dominates contract year. And that's why Chiefs fans and some of the organization are skeptical. D Ford balled out in a contract year. I think he's less of your leader than Quan Alexander. I did some reading up before this. Like, I don't think he's your rah rah guy in the locker room, but he's the guy that on tape stands out. He practices very hard. This is incredible. This is the type of move that we have been begging the 49ers to make. They make it on day two in free agency. They're, you know, Tyran Matthew went somewhere. Sheldon Richardson went somewhere. There's good players being gobbled up. And I was like, are they really only going to do Quan Alexander? It seems like Earl Thomas is just not going to happen at this point. And then they kind of, as the Odell Beckham Jr. trade is going down, at the same time, the 49ers put out their thing. Hey, we just got our boy D Ford. So they make an upgrade. I wonder what the discussions were like with the Giants. I'm an idiot. I, I guess the Giants are that trash of an organization that they were willing to trade Odell Beckham Jr. They get a, the number 17 overall pick in exchange. They got to package both of those for the number one pick. I mean, Arizona, I think, is taking Kyler Murray unless the Raiders really want to trade up and get him. I think the 49ers ultimately... We're not going to part ways with the number two pick. They want that elite defensive player on a small contract. Exactly why they got Mike McGlinchey last year instead of developing Trent Brown and having to pay him a lot. It's about having this young asset. And you, you say they could have swapped picks with the Giants and moved to six. I don't think the Giants wanted the number two overall pick. If they actually really want Kyler Murray, they can stay at six probably and get Dwayne Haskins. So getting to two does nothing really for the Giants. Clearly, the 49ers didn't offer as much as the Browns. I'm totally fine with D4 being the consolation prize. And in fact, you know, there could be some skeletons in the closet for Odell Beckham Jr. I think he's going to take the Browns really far. Is he going to have a long career in Cleveland, be there six, seven years? No, I I see him like T.O., like Antonio Brown, probably moving teams. But I mean, he could help them win a Super Bowl, which would be absolutely incredible. He's back with Jarvis Landry. I used to work for the Browns, so incredibly happy for the city of Cleveland. San Francisco right now is looking like a winner in free agency, and that doesn't always mean winning in September, October, November, but 
Quan Alexander looks like a much better move with D Ford now. Your front seven is a lot more athletic. It has speed. It has guys that can create turnovers. And these aren't draft picks. These are proven players in the NFL who have impacted games and won games on their lonesome. This defense is a shit ton better than it was two days ago. And I'm encouraged by John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan when 10 hours ago I was wondering what they're doing. All it takes is sometimes a swing for the fences type of move. I've been saying star power. This is what this team needs. And I'll call Quan Alexander a mini star. I'll call D Ford a potential superstar. There's reasons to believe he could have 10 plus sacks the next three to four seasons develop into a just a nice second coming of pass rush that has been missing here since Alden Smith. That's the crazy part. The 49ers have sucked 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018. The common denominator has been quarterbacks have not been good and injured and the team can't rush the passer. Next season, they should have both. They should have a top 10 quarterback in the league and probably a top 10 pass rushing unit with DeForest Buckner. How much is this going to help him? He's tweeting out, QBs are going to have problems next season dealing with this D-line. Let's poke a little bit of holes in the D4 trade. I'm clearly more excited about this than the Quan Alexander. Um, I think you can make a couple arguments about why uh, the 49ers, their lead up to this move was weird. All right, so if their plan was to get D4 or acquire some type of rusher like this all along and also draft Bosa or Josh Allen, you can't fit those two and Eric Armstead on the field all the time unless you want to move Armstead inside on rushing downs, which you could, and then you have no home for Solomon Thomas either. It just seems like now Eric Armstead's money for $9 million was way more of a waste, and if you hadn't have done that, now that $9 million could be used for Earl Thomas, right? You'd be more willing to splash for Earl Thomas. So I think they kind of got in a weird panic with Eric Armstead. They should have let him hit the market, and they should be okay like playing Julian Taylor or like developing some type of young person over there. He does not deserve that type of money. And now I feel like they're gun shy on Earl Thomas. A lot of play. And I would say another factor is Andy Reid has won a lot of fucking trades here with Alex Smith to the Redskins back in the day, Donovan McNabb to the Redskins. When they're moving on from a player, Andy Reid normally knows that we can survive without this player. I guess the Chiefs are thinking this is such a deep edge class that they're going to be able to replace Justin Houston and replace freaking D Ford. It seems like a lot to part ways with. I don't think D Ford is going to be a bust. I think he's going to have at least six or seven sacks. Like he's going to make an impact. Even if he's not getting home, he's going to get quarterback hits. I think he had 29 of those last year. Number one rated pass rusher on PFF. That's not going to go away overnight, but the Chiefs, decided they can live without him. They had him franchise tagged and it was going to be a one-year thing. They decided to just get rid of that cap room now. I guess, I wonder if they were wondering he's not going to replicate last season, but how can they be so sure? Anyways, I mean, Kyle has to sign off on every move. And if Kyle watches defenses more than anyone, Kyle is an offensive expert, but he's a 49ers offensive expert. He knows defenses like the back of his hand. He had to prepare for D Ford earlier in the year. D Ford sacked Jimmy Garoppolo in that week three game. If Kyle is on board with this and trading a second round pick, it's a, it's a big asset next year. Dante Pettis was a second round pick. You can get a really steady starter in the second round. The 49ers are giving that up. They're going to be calling it D Ford. Um, I'm convinced that Kyle was a huge fan of this move too. 
how much have we talked about bend and speed and rush off the edge with Harold Landry? We have it now. The 49ers have it. We have it. We can talk about it on this podcast. It's not a thing that's missing anymore. I feel like I've gotten a Christmas present here. PS2 was my favorite Christmas present. I was like 11 when it came out. And like, I, I feel like that right now. I feel like this defense is going to be a lot better. Let's talk about D Ford's role, where he'll line up. We'll have to see who they draft. Nick Bosa would probably be more of the Leo. You'd play D at Sam. I'm not sure. They're going to have to figure out skill sets and alignment. But I like Nick Bosa and D Ford flip-flopping a lot. I don't want one to go against the left tackle and right tackle. And I don't think any team does that anymore. It's going to have to be a lot of mixing and matching and a lot of moving Eric Armstead inside. Solomon Thomas feels like the odd man out here. It feels like that was such a completely wasted pick. Fans were harping on that today earlier. The ones who were frustrated, like, is this team going to do anything? Because a lot of good players were flying off the board. Free agency has become like the draft. It's like the first wave of players is really good. And you can get bargains later, but you've kind of got to be active these first two or three days if you want to acquire talent. Yo, we are proud to bring Harry's back on the Blue Wire team Harry's.com slash blue wire. You'll save $10 on a trial set, which is a five blade razor, rich shave gel, and then the travel blade cover. When you, you and your girl go to Mexico for the weekend, bring your Harry's razor with you. You see your buddies on the East Coast. It's convenient, portable, and it's a nice razor. Like they gave me this whole script here. It's world class blade factory. The founders were fed up. The bottom line is this razor works. I don't get cut. I'm feeling comfortable when I'm doing it. Underneath my neck sometimes it gets irritated. Not really with Harry's at all. I like the product. I'm recommending it. Go to harrys.com slash blue wire. Someone's birthday or something. Get them a nice little razor. And they're like, oh, okay, that's cool. I ordered some for my friends. And I hope you do too. Harry's.com slash blue wire. We're pumped to be teamed up with them. And then my bookie. We're back this week promoting these guys whether you're filling out a bracket national championship pick first round upsets all the above my bookie is the perfect home for march madness fun zion williamson it's actually a fun tournament this year is he going to cement his legacy at duke will he be a first round exit duke's had some weird first round exits you got uva lost to a 16 seed last year they're really damn good this year and then kentucky will they ever get back to the final four it's been a long time for them you know the answers. Even if you don't, my bookie is the place to get in on the action. They have something for everyone, even you, multiple bracket guy. My bookie's been in business for years. Their goal is to give you the best customer service in the business. The best part, they pay out fast when you win. I'm talking 48 hours. All right, if you're going to kick back and enjoy March Madness, it's more fun to have a couple bets on the game, and my bookie is where you can do that. Promo code Blue Wire, 50% sign up bonus. Promo code Blue Wire, you cash in, you'll get a little extra. With my bookie, you play, you win, you get paid. I am applauding John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan right now. I think this does equal out to the win total. Let's get to the elephant in the room, and it's actually Earl Thomas. I don't know how many tweets I send out there. They're getting so much engagement. This fan base, myself, a bunch of journalists, people who talk about the team, think Earl Thomas is the right fit at free safety from what we've watched the last two seasons. They have lacked 
someone with instincts there who can stop a play from happening. It's not even about interceptions back there. It's about the safety moving to the right side of the field and the quarterback now can't throw there. And Earl Thomas has that special ability. And now so many safeties have come off the board. You're looking at HaHa Clinton Dix, who was terrible with the Redskins. They hated that trade. He got burnt all throughout the season. And you have someone like Glover Quinn, who's 33 years old, Trey Boston. There's really no other option here. It's pretty much your second biggest need on defense. Like, So the problem with D. Ford and Quan Alexander is if the 49ers struggle in coverage, these players will not see their full impact. You need this top piece. And my boy from PFF, Jeff Dini, has been tweeting with me too. You know, Some people think I'm over the top calling for Earl Thomas to come here. This team sucked in coverage last year. I believe they have, what, 35 touchdowns thrown on them to two interceptions? And not one move has been made to address that yet. And they're not going to take a DB number two overall. And they're probably not going to take a DB in the second round unless it's a safety. And then you've got to train a safety there next year. I mean, I, I don't get it. I don't get what they're waiting for. I don't get their priority on the Earl Thomas thing. If they end up getting him, I'll say, you know, I was very impatient. I didn't trust him, but he, he's such a good player. I guess his market, he's taken a little while to decide. I think his money's going to be there no matter what. I don't think it's going to be like, all right, hey, we're not paying you anymore. Like Dallas will be in on him. If the Browns really get Earl Thomas too, it's going to be fucking insane. We should mention they traded Jabril Peppers to New York too in that trade for Odell Beckham. Wild times in the NFL. I think the 49ers have made out well the last two days. The Packers have made out well. The Browns have obviously made out well. The Raiders have improved their team. Some of these moves aren't going to work. Yeah, I mean, you've got to be happy. Let's see the contract, too. I'm sure it'll come down. Like, Quan Alexander's is weird. They could get rid of him after one year. Same thing with Jarek McKinnon here. They give you all the guarantees they can up front year one to make it a lot easier to get rid of players later. And players like it, too. They're like, yeah, just give me my money. You know what? I'll be fine. Like, who wants to wait for money? Give me the money that I want now. So it works out on both parties. I mean, we should shift a little bit to the draft. Now that we've said the piece on Earl Thomas, Nick Bosa is still most likely. Josh Allen, because he can play Sam a lot more, and maybe D Ford is more comfortable at Leo, that makes some sense because of Josh Allen's coverage skills too. And you're now planning on D Ford being here for three or four years. You can't plan Josh Allen's entire career around D Ford, but this first portion here of having him start out at Sam linebacker, and there's less pressure for him to be the sack maker right away. Nick Bosa is going to come in here and be more bulky and fit Leo more than Sam, and maybe even play big end from time to time in run stopping downs. I'm kind of down on Q Williams, Quinn Williams after the combine, even though he ran like a 4.840. Um, he's definitely more in play that they have an edge now. It would have been so obvious if they didn't add anyone but Shaquille Barrett that they're a hundred percent taking an edge. Now there's a little bit of a wild card. They can make the argument that they think Quinton Williams is the best player and changes the D line the most. I'm going to say not. And I'm going to say, I'd rather have edge rusher. And we should also say a trade down could be a lot more likely, especially if the freaking Cardinals stun everyone and take 
Nick Bosa. And then Kyler Murray's there at two. Someone's going to get desperate. The 49ers might be thinking, hey, we'll give up a second-round pick for D4 because we might be able to recoup a couple here in a trade down if Nick Bosa doesn't make it to us. I'm not sold they love Josh Allen, so I think if Nick Bosa's off the board, a trade down is likely. Even though I've said Brian Burns, Montez Sweat, don't trade down too far. Like it, You can get a nice young pass rusher too. It, look at the Chiefs. I mean... Even though they got rid of Justin Houston and D Ford, they had D Ford on a nice contract for a while there, a rookie contract, and they ended up developing him. I think the 49ers should be doing the exact same and getting pass rush in round one. KJ Podcast emergency episode. I love the D Ford move. Not giving out grades, but I am a lot more enthusiastic than I was last night about Quan Alexander. And of course, it's hard clear all the smoke in the clouds of free agency. Of course, the 49ers were going to add another piece. If they miss out on Earl Thomas, I'm going to say their priorities are out of whack and they don't know what's going on at safety and they're not watching film or like, what are they looking at? Who are they projecting to play there? What is wrong with a two or three year deal? I get wanting to save salary cap, but Listen, the league adds more cap room every year. The Rams are out there making moves. You're going to be able to still make moves to make this football team better. I don't get leaving a position naked like this, trusting Adrian Colbert is going to pick up where he left off. I'm not convinced that Adrian Colbert is a strong safety anyway because he's a really hard hitter. And he still has only played like eight NFL games. Hey, (laughs) it's day two. I'm going to calm down, take a deep breath. I'm happy with the direction of this football team. If we're going to be talking about them all 2019, they're going to be damn good. They should be a lot better. Like anything less than 8-8 eight and eight is going to be a disappointment. And I'm super freaking pumped. They've been linked to Jermaine Curse. They've been linked to Pierre Desir. I would like to see Earl Thomas one more corner. And then I guess a veteran receiver if you want to bring in Jermaine Curse. I don't see Kyle turning him into the next biggest thing but they have the money why not kj podcast wrapping up here d ford we're gonna do deeper dives on him obviously this news broke a few hours ago there's a lot of film clips out there on him and his rise in the 2018 season to being one of the best pass rushers in the nfl he's now a san francisco 49er is he gonna wear 55 what number is he going to wear? We're going to see some D4 jerseys. Quan Alexander. The 49ers defense has more speed, playmaking ability, turnover guys, headhunters. This defense is more physical and it's faster two days into free agency. That's a good sign that John Lynch knows what he's doing. Earl Thomas is not a sign that they know what they're doing. I hope they're feeling the heat and the pressure on that. I hope the fans continue at mentioning John Lynch. This needs to happen. Why are the Browns so aggressive in trying to get him? Why are you going to let them out aggressive you and the Browns might go 11 and 5 or 12 and 4 next year because of this move, because of getting Odell Beckham and Earl Thomas, who would have been the dream scenario for most 49ers fans out here? I'm not killing John Lynch and Kyle for not getting Odell. I don't know how they're going to get a really damn good receiver, though. Like, they're going to have to draft it. They really are. And it could take taking one every year in the first four rounds and hope you draft your Antonio Brown or your Odell Beckham. I don't like taking him in the first, but they see someone in the second. I think receiver could be pretty damn likely again this year. KJ Podcast wrapping up. I am pumped right now. 
to be talking about this football team because this is positive energy in the building. This is a wave. Dee Ford is going to create a momentum effect, and he's not Richard Sherman. He's not even Quan Alexander. Like I said, he's not going to be your rah-rah leader, but the way he plays is contagious. When you watch film in slow motion, he's going faster. His collisions are a little harder. He's always near the ball. Not the best run defender, but hey, you live with that in 2019 in the NFL. We might be back tomorrow. If they sign Earl Thomas, I will hop back on here and apologize to John Lynch and Kyle for questioning them. I don't understand the holdup there, but everything else so far is adding up on defense. Solid first two days in free agency. Um, Some of the panicking going on by the fans, maybe even me a little bit questioning them. It was a little early. They did pull a rabbit out of their hat. Another second round pick. Jimmy Garoppolo was a second round pick. D4 a second round pick. These are the two best players on the roster. I think that's savvy moves being made here and this team is in a position to win more games all right we'll talk to you again soon peace